There it is. Oh yeah. It's Game yep. of Thrones 805. Uh, we don't know the name of it. It's probably called the Clegane Bowl and other bullshit. Uh, it's just its name is Asterix Airhorns Asterix. It, what? What? Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Don't tell me what you're thinking here. Actually, tell me what the double D's are thinking. I don't know. Um, I <laughs> I had talked myself into you know ha- you know f- ha- fan bankruptcy and all that, and uh, like I was 40 minutes in this episode, and I'm like. You know, I'm not really sure how they got the road they took to get to the Mad Queen, but like, you know, Danny, Amelia Clark really sold her being a Mad Queen, and I thought some stuff was handled well, and, you know, they, they won the battle, and the bells are ringing, and then she went ape shit, and I'm like, oh, well, okay, but this is Danny. Danny being uh, saying she wants to rule through fear instead of love because the man who loved her turned her away because she's gross, she's his aunt. And then we got to a scene where uh, Euron washed up on a beach and screamed Kingslayer. He got straight up Dracarist and then... And I'm like, fuck, fuck this. Fuck this, fuck this. This is showrunner malpractice. Like, I honestly think this is borderline actionable. I can't believe people that are fans of George Martin's work and have been this close to the series would think this would make anyone happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they subverted everyone's expectations because they didn't they didn't fall through with any shit except for, yes, Cle- the Clegane's bold. Mm-hmm. It meant fuck all because at the at the point of the Clegane bowl, the, the Cersei wasn't being protected. There was no stakes other than Sandor killing his brother and they, they did that. And so you got a A-plus Clegane bowl, I think, in a F minus episode, mm-hmm. um, I uh, man, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know. I, I was trying to give this episode the benefit of the doubt, right up until the point where we got the the King's Landing Dracarys and Danny for what I can tell is absolutely no reason ended up destroying all of King's Landing. Yeah, she had won the battle. Uh, she had won the fucking war. She had mm-hmm. actually won the second of the two major wars mm-hmm. uh, could have waltzed right in and become queen and started ruling over the people. And she decided to fucking burn each and every single one of and them. And if she wanted to go up and, and burn King, the mm-hmm. red keep to the ground, like which as I thought that was like, Oh, and maybe they're going to use some kind of pretext on that, that like, that's why she went mad queen. Cause she tore it down or like maybe some, so there'd be collateral damage, but the wholesale systematic street by street destruction of every living mm-hmm. man, woman and child, that the Ian Sully's got and, into, and, and, and that the, the Dothraki fear, got into, that the the Northmen got into, like yeah, fear is not a good enough reason here, and and it's it's interesting because we I I said after this episode ended and credits started to roll, I'm like I have got to watch the double D's defend this fucking decision, mm-hmm. and they don't. Like no. you go to the end of this and they say, oh yeah, well Dan, well Danny did this. Danny did that, you know, yeah, and these once things that happened, happened to Danny. Of course the Unsullied are going to, and that all makes right, sense. But but they never even addressed the question of why. Yeah. They never even tried to come up with the reason for right. any of this to happen. Yeah. It, it, it's simp- This is maybe, maybe the worst. No, l- let me take that back. This is not maybe the worst. This is the worst episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Period. No, I... And I've seen some bad ones in season five with the fucking Sand Snakes. I've mm. seen some bullshit happening in episode seven. Uh... I I just don't I don't understand what the fuck they were thinking with this episode. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, there's like so many bad. Like I said, I, 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 I like. I feel like the first forty minutes of this gave me a little hope that, like, okay, if people can swallow the Mad Queen theory, then they'll be able to tell a story that'll make people happy, um, or like you know that we'll get to a certain. But like, I just felt like they uh, once again they forced it um and i you know like because they did a lot of heavy lifting like when i was watching a previously on they had emilia clark's face as once she was learning that miss sanday was you know thrown off the you know, beheaded and thrown off the walls and they had all the quotes over all the years of the gods flip the coin and you know don't wake the dragon or don't anger the dragon and all this stuff i'm like okay yeah i mean they're they're doing a lot of stuff with previously ons here but i i could buy it i just well, they got her right up to the edge and, uh, last episode, and I thought that was that was pretty well told. But then I, they did not tell me what pushed her over. And I, and you know, it just makes me mad because I, the whole episode I was talking myself into things. Like I, I was reeling once I became clear that Jamie uh, was actually you know because I, I defended it's like, oh, you guys are idiots if you think that that uh, Jamie actually is going to go back to be with Cersei. There's no fucking way. He's just doing that. He's just telling that to Brienne. So she doesn't fall. He's going to go and he's going to do he's going to do his part with the Valonqar prophecy, which that's a big joke now. Um, and it turns out that they were telling the story just straight up that Jamie decided at the last minute that he's got to be back with Cersei and die with her, even though he had this experience with Brienne. And it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Nothing about that. Like how Jamie even got the Bri- uh, Cersei. Uh, their like flight to the dungeons, like as the as the ceiling was collapsing on them, I'm like, who wanted to see this in for Jamie and Cersei? Is there a single person out there that wanted no. to see it? And does any of this f- like like Cersei's self absorbed involvement of it like tracks? But like, I don't understand why Jamie's doing it. I don't understand why Jamie's going along with it. I don't understand why Arya on the precipice of fulfilling her destiny and 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 taking off one of the biggest names from her list. You know, Standor gives her like, "Oh, you've got the innocence. You're still, you're still got a chance to live, and all that stuff." And she buys it, like, uh, and then she becomes a shittier version of Captain America in the Battle of New York from the first Avengers, where she's just kind of running. She's a less successful, shittier version of Cap America in the first Avengers movie, trying to run traffic control and survival damage control on the ground. Mm. And you know, I mean, I, I knew they were going to have a hard time servicing Arya and Jamie. Because I thought they both had the same goal. Right. No, right? we were kind of joking that there's going to be like a Valonqar race. Like, uh-huh. who's going to be the first one to wrap their hands around Cersei's throat? And it and turns squeeze. out nobody was. Yeah. Absolutely nobody was. Yeah. Uh, Danny just sort of accidentally killed her. The like, Hound just let Cersei get. Like, I don't understand. I would actually rather seen the Hound just casually dispatch Cersei as she's running past him than the way that actually went. Um, yeah, I didn't like anything about this episode. How about Urine? Di- Urine. Yeah, yeah, I'll Urin. stay with Urine. How about Urine, the way he died? Uh, I'm the man. I'm who not killed- convinced he's dead. I mean, he got hit with dragon fire. What's a gut wound? Sure. Yeah. I mean, Jamie had two, and he died when it was dramatically appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that apparently. was not a dramatically appropriate for the dumbest fucking Greyjoy alive, which. That's saying a lot. Of course, I guess the only two dumbass Greyjoys alive at the point was Yara and him, so he's definitely the dumb. But, but I, I just, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I don't, I, I, I don't. If I'm HBO, I'm looking to sue these guys. Um, these guys have a three picture deal with Walt Disney to make Star a Star Wars trilogy that needs to be torn up. That we need to get the. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you could sue them. 
Yeah, you hired I mean, them to tell can, a fucking look, story. I was and they told, told by a lawyer once you can be sued for uh, for breathing in this country. So uh, like, they, they uh, certainly won't win it. Taking a billion like, dollar they, franchise and running it into the edge of a cliff is is got to be yeah, what somebody's. It, it's it's so. I can't I, imagine how you could prove. I'm not being that serious. Any, okay. I'm just saying, okay. like, if I like, like to me, like I used to manage. I used to run a couple IT shops, and this is the equivalent of like one of my network engineers on his last day deleting all the backups and then deleting all the production data and then pissing on the server rack. Mm-hmm. Like this, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll be surprised, and everybody in the planet loves it except for me. But to me, this almost kills interest in Game of Thrones. And HBO yeah. has a lot of interest in Game of Thrones that they wanted to maintain. Um, I don't know how. I, I don't know. I don't know how quickly people will move on. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, the diehard book people are going to wait for George Martin. But like, out of the hundred, like, out of the hundred fifty plus million people watching this around the globe, how many of the people are after all is said and done are going to be like, well, I'm going to read the books that aren't even finished yet, and I want to keep up with that and follow. Like, like it's just, it's almost the worst possible case scenario, and. The writing has been on the wall this entire season that this was going to head this way. Uh, and everyone, and I think, if anything, if anything, I predict the internet's going to be even more aflame because I think a lot of people were holding off some criticism of the Battle of Winterfell, thinking that, well, the real battle was always with the humans, and the other thing was just a distraction and kind of a ticking time. How, how do you hang your hat on any of that shit now? We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints... Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Yeah, I mean, I I look at, you know, even so the the signs were there that I was not going to like this episode early on because as I stated in, you know, previous podcasts, 
I was looking for Varys and Tyrion to sort of face off a little bit. Right. For for some something to happen behind the scenes. And it starts with Varys writing a fucking letter and then dying. Like he just gets called out immediately and then killed. Yeah. And th- that was that was completely unsatisfying and then Although I, I will say that, what we like, got. so here's a part where it's like, I, when you're right, and I thought it was dumb that Varys, Chris, he was trying to force it, right? He knew he was being watched, and he's like, you know what? If this if this ends up being worth it, then it's worth it. Now, yeah. his little political gambit he played, I don't But he's like, always been so much smarter than that. And I, right. like, that's the biggest letdown to me, is that Varys would ever get fucking caught. And I can't imagine... By, that, by who? Yeah. Who was he caught by? By the, Daenerys? The Unsullied, apparently. The Unsullied don't know shit about spycraft. Yeah. But, They're unthinking fucking soldiers how do they catch him I, like yeah. none of that made sense for the character that's because dan i mean the, and the thing is i can make up a couple of reasons why it could possibly be the case but it's like i don't think the episode explained it but i will say i was trying to get to where the point where i thought Varys and uh Tyrion kind of like having that little moment of like i hope i deserve this i hope that i'm not wrong about danny i actually thought that is a, yeah, it was a nice moment. much better and like drogon coming out of the shadows mm-hmm. and dracarys in his ass was fucking really cool there was a uh, lot of cool looking shit in this certainly yeah yeah and i don't i don't know like i said because i thought Varys pushing john like as he gets off the beach and being like hey want to commit treason against the queen that you're so hot for that i know all like that but the, the, here's the thing out of character again here's the thing like the, the double d's were offered a 10 episode slate for this season and they're like no we can do it and you know what i mean i guess they did it and they're doing like eight episodes eight hours versus 10 hours but i feel mm. like they could have used those extra two hours because there needed to be a beat where Varys goes from hatching the plan to like soft selling John to like like desperation full court pressing john but he went for the full court press and it felt like this is sloppy and that is sloppy. not Varys. it felt sloppy. that is the last thing Varys is yeah but like i i, I mean if you're an aria fan i don't see how i mean what do you like it... and the, the other thing is like as i was watching this happen and everybody's like well we gotta you know the only option is to storm the city and kill everybody or sit back and do nothing i'm like kind of getting angry that Arya is got this plan to kill Cersei and she's not telling it to anyone and no one also like John like when they're drawn up the battle plans like you know what my sister is really fucking good at killing people without being seen or heard uh I mean we just have seen people get snuck in and out of King's Landing during wartime before like the fact that the no one on the show actually said like I in a better show someone has said well why don't we send the hero of the long night in to kill Cersei battles over it's done like why weren't multiple people suggesting different ways that could happen instead it's just like oh I guess it's it's we got to kill everyone in King's Landing or and then they told the story like again like I I'm just gobsmacked that they went they had the balls to tell the story that Danny won a decisive surgical strike against King's Landing's utter total victory. Like mm-hmm. maybe Cersei holds up in Magor's holdfast for a couple of days or whatever. And maybe Cersei has to burn that one small part to the ground, but why they felt the need to have the bells ring. And then Danny just goes berserk. Yeah, that, and kills. That, that's what I mean when I say there was absolutely no, no why there. Uh, she had won, she had won the war, uh, all she had to do was take a few unsullied and march right up to that keep, take and, out Cersei, and the throne is hers. And if if they had done anything, because I'm ready, yeah. I'm willing to believe. Last week I was defending 
how yeah. great of a story they've told of her being right on the fucking edge. Right. And if they had done a single thing to nudge her over, yeah. I would have been all on board. I would have yeah. been like, yes, this is this is mad Drogon queen Danny. gets killed by the last It gets hit in, hit in a fucking, in the tail. Yeah. And, and like, isn't killed, but is wounded. And she's like worried about her dragon, her last dragon dying, yeah. her last kid dying. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all the fuck in. And yeah. they did none of that. Yeah. No, they gave she, me absolutely no reason why she would burn the city. They just made her out to be just a massive fucking dick. Like, there's there's dialogue in her. It's like, well, you know, my people, my true people freed themselves, and I just had to, I'm like, man, I don't know. I, I, again, if I'm, and, you know, listening to the Double Ds, and they're, like, just drone on and on and how smarmy they are. Like, I can just tell, like, oh, you know, they're going to be like, look at the ash falling from the sky, just like in Danny's dream. Look at Drogon's shadow, just like in Bran's dream. We did such a beautiful job of foreshadowing this. The only reason people don't, are, are hating this is because it's not, that it wasn't their perfect ending that they want. Like, no, fuck you guys. There was a lot of track led up to very obvious destinations. The only thing you ever paid off was the Clegane Bowl, and again, the Clegane Bowl meant nothing. It's like it's like the, if the, if if it's it, it's like I, I don't even know what it's like. It it's like the Super Bowl. Only it was like the Super Bowl was a preseason game that meant nothing. <laughs> Like, if the yeah. hound dies and the mountain wins, it meant nothing. If the mountain dies and the hound lived, it meant nothing other than the hound maybe can have a scene of him trying to figure out now what next episode. Like, none of it meant there was zero story stakes. Zero. Yeah. So, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what else I have to say about the, the dragon fire. Oh, how about the caches of wildfire cooking off in the background? Yeah, like what's what the, the point? Fuck? I I almost think they're going for like something thematic where they're saying, "Look, this Wildfire, is all happening." Fire, Targaryens be cray. Like, well, 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 no, this is this is all happening because Cersei and Danny, they're they're equally responsible. I almost think they're going for that kind of thematic thing, but yeah. at the same time, like the the wildfire is not the problem here right danny on her dragon is yeah i mean i guess you could say that wildfire is like that what they're saying is like uh, if danny hadn't done this cersei would have pulled the ripcord on that but like would people would people have listened because everyone was sur surrendering all of her household guards like everyone's throwing the, and she had the the thing is she wanted to fear she had to fear drogon roaring at everybody what terrified them there everyone's throwing their swords down mm -hmm. and she could have been the fearsome queen and then people would learn to I, I just i this this none of this shit felt earned it's just like this was this was this was Rhaegal getting shot out of the sky by fucking euron with a one in a million shot from a stealth fleet uh times infinity and there's no hope for anything better there's no there's no, no, no like no. next episode there's nothing that can salvage next episode everyone j gangs up and kills danny and probably gray worm dies defending and it's going to like that's going to be super fun to watch all of our heroes join up to kill danny because she deserves death because she did something very stupid and, and, and inexplicable guess varus was right yeah varus was right well he's the only one for the realm should have put him on the fucking iron throne his dusty yet yeah, his du dusty powdered robed ass on the iron throne <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it fit him. Uh, We're gonna have probably some more harsh words on Tuesday. Some some well thought out harsh words, I imagine. 
A plus uh, fire this is just off the cuff. A plus fire walking all stuntmen. There's a, there's like a couple dozen stuntmen that got oh, lit I mean, on fire and looked really cool doing it. Yeah, this this episode looks incredible. Some of the gore looks absolutely incredible. I yeah yeah like they went for broke telling a battle that was confusing and didn't matter and like because honestly it's Danny just 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 carpet bombings King's Landing. That's yeah, the only thing inch, that matters. Yeah, so like the fact that John's men would debase themselves by raping me. I mean they're telling like I can see the double d's like slapping themselves back like hey we're saying something smart about war like even the even and the it, heroes go going to rape and, re- and like yeah that's all true but uh okay and then you know the callbacks to season what season one mm-hmm. uh where the hound saves sansa from a similar fate and john does this in that episode like I, yeah. yeah i mean they're they're going for something there but it's overshadowed by just boneheaded choices plus the ham fit like what were they doing with the constant edits between sandor getting his ass kicked and Arya getting trampled like so so they have obviously over the years drawn a connection between these two characters but i don't know that they made a direct enough connection in this episode like for me to understand what that was about yeah like their trajectories were going in opposite directions so why are we contrasting like there, there, there was no connect. There's no real connection to the characters. Like it's weird. It's like, well, these characters are definitely thematically connected. Uh, so let's just start cutting like three seconds of each of their timelines together and and show a physical connection. Like Sandor's getting beat down, Arya's getting beat down. But I don't know. Arya just killed the Night King two episodes ago, and she's running around like, like, like you know the this 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 scared little girl at King King's Landing running from the Lannister guards. I yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird arc for her. Like, I mean, I guess this, her all of her training went to kill the Night King, but that felt like an anticlimax. And like, oh, I mean, yeah, I just I these guys, woof, woof. I don't wouldn't trust them with any franchise. I gave a shit about. Uh, like I maybe, may, ugh, I, yeah. So we we gotta get Star <laughs> like Star Wars isn't enough trouble, people. We can't let the double D's uh, do this kind of shit. I mean, wow. Well, they won't. The, the good news is they won't have to spend a fucking decade on it, and they it's, won't have an opportunity to really get that tired of it. I mean, I feel like the double D's are are Cersei the Mad Queen. Like I I don't know if this is it true, but like and it's I've been trying to like argue against it the last few weeks, but just this felt so malicious. Hmm. Um it felt like uh you know what? We're sick of this shit. We're tired of ada- you know, trying to fucking spin Martin's lead in the gold. Uh fuck it. We're just going to just 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 burn this thing down. And like like I said, it just it just as I was watching, I'm like, this feels very malicious. This feels like somebody glee this feels like people direct messaging people uh, uh like Avenger spoilers. This feels like people direct messaging people Game of Thrones spoilers. This feels like they were taking delight in pissing on I don't know that I I'm here's, being over the top and ridiculous, but goddamn. Here's the upside. Yeah. George Martin has a big opportunity here. <laughs> yeah tell tell this story in, in a more elegant way yeah i saw uh, i read an interview today where he was talking to somebody or some magazine or maybe he was just doing it on his blog where he was just reminding people that he's still writing wind of winters which great george yeah thanks for letting us know you're still working on it <laughs> right i'm just i'm feeling pretty low as a game of thrones fan who's invested a shit ton of time and effort and and and, and and mental and emotional energy trying to follow this thing and figure this thing out and study it and uh 
I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I got a degree in alchemy. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's an impressive degree in a science. It's not real and doesn't matter. And eh, eh. Yeah, anyway, I'm with you. Uh, shall we see like uh, what everybody else has to say? Yeah, I think that's going to be the end we, of our this, instant this take is the, portion. This is the part where uh, we have given our opinion, and for club members that can join us live on our YouTube chat feature. I am very curious to see what everybody has to say, uh, but that's for club members, and you can join at club.ballmove.com if you want to get in. Without further ado, 